Hey guys, it is That Pastor again, and I want to thank everyone for choosing this podcast and this episode to go from that iPod or computer to through your earbuds or whatever you're using to listen into your ears. I'm very thankful that you have joined. I don't know if I'm humbled by it. I'm not sure if I understand that whole terminology, but I am certainly thankful and excited about this episode. As you can see, it is a short one. As I reflect on our guest, I think about myself when I was 20 years old and I shake my head in disbelief when I compare my life uh, to our guest, Anthony, as him and his three Three other buddies are biking across the country. They left Oregon and now they are in Iowa and they are headed to New York. Their goal is to raise money and awareness for victims of human trafficking. If you look at the show notes, you will see two quick links. One, to send them some money and uh, to support their efforts. The second link is just to get a little more of their story and maybe you can go even look at a picture of them. They're such cute young men. I say I say that and it's just a reminder of how old I am because I'm 40. These guys are 20. I think I used to think 20 was older and mature, but I am twice their age. And so I look at their picture. I'm like, oh, cute little fellas. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. If anything, these guys are kicking ass and taking names in a way that I could not have dreamed of at that age. So I'm proud of them. And I am excited for you to hear what is going on in Iowa, uh, what has happened since they left Oregon and how they are emotionally and physically geared up for the rest of their trip. Enjoy. So you guys are, y'all are biking in support of Donald Trump, correct? Is that what this is all about? <laughs> uh, just... Yeah, pretty, pretty close. Uh, pretty yeah, close. So, so we're biking across the country to uh, raise funds and awareness to fight human trafficking. So, uh, so I mean, it's in the same, same ballpark, <laughs> relatively. <laughs> Man, 80 to 110 miles a day? Yeah, so we've had uh, we've had some pretty long stretches, especially recently. Uh, just a couple of days ago, we did about four days of ninety plus miles a day uh, across uh, Nebraska, oh and so gosh. those are so brutal. It's uh, it kills our body. The the worst part about it is that none of us are even cyclists. Yeah, we're just uh, four inspired young men, and we're just we're just getting on our bikes and going. Gosh, now are y'all relatively in shape? Like do, uh, before this, have y'all been working out, exercising, or anything? Uh, before this, we we didn't do we didn't have really time to do too much training. Mostly, we we're focusing on uh, fundraising and um, raising funds in order to go on the trip. So, the most I had ever ridden on a bicycle was about I'd say ten to fifteen miles, no more than that. <laughs> Golly, whose idea was it? Like, how did the idea come about? Um, so, about two years ago, um, one of our guys, his name is Tanner Ming, uh, he had the idea to like, what's the craziest thing we could possibly do? Um, you know, to get out of our comfort zone, kind of like uh, send us off into our next stage of life. And we came to the conclusion that <laughs> riding a bicycle across the country would be the craziest thing. Uh, but then we just had a God-inspired vision that uh, we can do it for something greater than ourselves and we can do it for um, for something that, that requires uh, awareness, requires, uh, requires attention. So uh, um, we decided to, to do it to raise funds and awareness to fight human trafficking. And uh, that's kind of where the, the vision was inspired by. 
That's pretty cool. That's that's cool because <clears throat> I remember it, it's it's really crazy. It, it's it's uh, tough getting used to getting old, but I'm like twice your age now. But I remember when I was. 20 i would come up with cool adventurous ideas and it was just for the sake of adventure so you guys thought adventure and then oh we, we can make some purpose out of this that's 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 great man have y'all wanted to at okay well let me ask you this before i ask uh proceed where are you guys right now where'd y'all leave from and where are you currently yeah absolutely so we uh we left from florence oregon so we did their tires in the ocean yeah um and then just set off um, and then, so right now we are in a town called Atlantic, Iowa. So wow. we'll be running to Adair, Iowa. Um, so we've gone, I believe a little uh, above 1800 miles so far. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Especially not even being on a, like, I'll open up my map, like my, my Apple maps. And I just look and it's like, I literally have biked that whole entire, it's, it's literally crazy. Um, it's unfathomable cause I'm just riding a bike for anywhere from like 10 to 16 hours a day. And yeah. then I just, it, it it just is insane to me. Yeah, that the fact that it's our bodies are even capable of doing that. Yes, uh, it really is, man. Because I'm thinking my my wife is from Iowa, and I'm thinking how much of a like we have to really hype ourselves up to drive there from Charleston, South Carolina, and you guys have ridden yeah. your bikes. That's that's crazy. Now, <laughs> just out of curiosity, when y'all have been going through. Have, have y'all ever been through Midwestern states or is this like a whole new level of boredom that you guys have never experienced before? <laughs> oh, it, it is nothing like we've ever experienced. So we're all from California. We're all from LA. So we're used to smog. We're used to cars. Like the only thing that, that's familiar to us is the semi trucks that pass us by, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, none, none of us have really ever been to the Midwest. Um, especially I, I, me personally, I've never been to the Midwest anywhere close to it. So, um, right now through Iowa, the past couple of days, we've seen literally nothing but corn and soybeans, and it is driving me crazy. It's literally nothing, and it's it, it's it's the definition of boredom, absolutely. <laughs> have you guys at any point, and and this is I'm, I'm being serious about this, has uh, ha- either one of you guys had a weak moment where you're just like, man, let's let's just let's just stop in Iowa, or man, I just I don't know if I can do this, especially at the very beginning. That's when I could really see it being super challenging when you've got a hundred miles down and you're thinking we haven't even scraped the surface. Yeah, yeah. So the first week, honestly, was hands down the hardest time of my entire life. Yeah. Like I, I've been through some, some, some stuff, especially for, for as young as I am, I've been through the ringer and, um, that first week was the hardest week I've ever had mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, the, I think the first day we went 66 miles, we went through two mountain ranges. We went through a rainstorm. We went, um, just through so, so many different obstacles. Just the first day we had mosquito bites literally from head to toe. Um, like one of our guys had over 60 mosquito bites on one single arm. It was Gosh. absolutely ins- insane, and we just looked at each other. We were about 34 miles in. We looked at each other. We were halfway done with our day, and we were just like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what, how, like how are we going to get to New York? Yeah. Like, physically, our bodies cannot cannot handle what we're doing. And so we looked at each other, and then, honestly, I was just like, you know, there are women, there are children in cages right now in Cambodia, in the U.S., that, that they're struggling so much more than we are, but they don't they don't get to get off the bike at the end yeah. of the day. They don't. They don't get to go home at the end of the day. They they get to wake up every day for the rest of their life with no hope, with no with no vision for where they're going, um, for who's fighting for them. And and honestly, it, it inspires us every single day, every single time we feel one of those challenges, um, one of those breaking points where we just feel like we hit a wall, where we just want to 
throw the bike in a garbage can. Right. We want to just quit and go home. Uh, I just think about the women and children who who can have hope because of Agape, the the charity that we're we're doing this for. They can have hope for the for the reason why we're doing this, and uh, and to know that they can be saved through through our sacrifice. So that's our main mission is. Um, we're sacrificing physically because we don't have the funds. We don't have really the the ability to to bring them out of human trafficking, but we do have the ability to sacrifice our body on the bike, um, sacrifice our, our time and um, what, what little money we have to, to make it across the country and um, to spread awareness to every single soul that will hear us, to, to um, let every ear that, that is open to it hear about our mission, our cause, and, and what we're doing and, and the amazing charity that we're uh, doing this for as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could see, I, like your train of thought. That makes a lot of sense. Which the flip side of that, it seems like if you guys had set out for only adventure, I bet if I, I don't even know you, but I would guess that you guys would have probably said, "Nah, let's don't do this. Let's." It was, it was a good experience, but let's let's turn our bikes around. But once it clicks that there's people that are going through the most torturous life ever. And they cannot get out of it. That that makes a lot of sense. Do you think you would have given up if it wasn't for a deeper purpose? I would have given up within two hours of the first day. Honestly, <laughs> I hear you. It, it, like in a in a heartbeat. Yeah. Have you guys? Have um, you like guys? Yeah. Have you guys shed any tears? And I'm I'm again not joking. Like, has there been a, any breaking points where you've been wiped out emotionally and it's kind of uh, come out in tears? Yeah, I like to I like to hold myself in a in a more of a, like I, I hold myself in a pretty masculine standard. Yeah. Um, where I don't cry too often, and and genuinely, I've almost never cried more in that first week, or more in my entire life in that first week. It was it was almost an everyday thing where, um, like honestly, our butts would be so insanely sore from riding the bike yeah. that I would just get off the bike and I would just have a breakdown, and yeah. it would be every day one of us would. And um, it was about eleven days in. We had a, one of our guys. His name is Garrett Ming. And he was to the point where he, he couldn't handle it anymore. We were going through the Idaho desert, and uh, it was like a 90-mile stretch of just nothing. The yeah. sun was beating down on us. We were completely out of water, and um, he just broke down. He just literally laid on the middle of the road, and just he was literally weeping. And so um, he said, guys, I can't do this anymore. And unfortunately, um, he, had, he had to go home for his own safety. And, um, and so we were down one rider, but um, luckily, fortunately um, – one of our other good friends joined us uh, yesterday, and so nice. his name is Justin Rodriguez. He he joined us, and so he he replaced him as the fourth rider. But yeah, it's been to the point where um, one of us actually has quit, and and uh, they had to go home. But I've literally shed so many tears on this ride. Yep. But it's we're getting to the point now where where we are we're more confident in what we're doing, and and our bodies are getting used to it. Is is the the first two weeks were the were the hardest part. Um, now we're about a month and a weekend, uh, or a month and a couple of days in. So our bodies are getting used to it. We're getting more passionate about getting on the bike and and riding, and then just every day is getting a little easier step by step. Yeah, certainly. And you guys are anticipating to be in New York City around what month? Or New um, York? So we're we're shooting uh, we're, we're shooting for uh, August first through the fifth, but it's gonna it's probably gonna be more like August tenth. Gotcha. Um, around there. Um, just due to weather complications, we've, uh, we've just seen so many different, like really dangerous weather, weather, uh, conditions already that we've had to take an extra rest day and, and Certainly. things like that. So, um, and we're, we're shooting for the beginning, beginning of August, but most likely we'll, uh, we'll hit it, 
uh, New York around August 10th, I'd say. Yeah. You know, another thing I was thinking as well is, is especially on these stretches of highway where there is absolutely nothing for miles, if you guys are riding into a thunderstorm, you have no choice but to keep riding. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. Have y'all, have y'all been stuck in thunderstorms? Yeah, so uh, actually our second day in Oregon, we got hit with one of the like worst. It, there was thunder, but thank God it was not. It was nowhere near us. But uh, we were in a really bad rainstorm the second day. We rode about 25 miles through. It was headwind, so it was pushing directly like in our face. And uh, it was so bad that even the cars in Oregon were like skidding out. And wow. um, it was w- the worst rain I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was terrible weather conditions, and uh, no, no like no one had visibility. It was it was absolutely terrible. But um, there was another day in Idaho that we we were uh, we were basically about to be in a thunderstorm, but luckily we rode past it and it and it barely missed us by only like two or three miles. Yeah. But it was one of the, it was a gnarly thunderstorm. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so a couple more questions. Let you guys go or let let you go. Are your parents concerned and are you keeping in touch with them regularly? Um. So so uh, the rest of the guys, their parents are all very supportive. Uh, like the encouraging um and we keep in touch with them every single day me personally um i'm independent uh i've been independent since i was 16 uh, my parents aren't really involved in my life gotcha uh, anymore unfortunately just to do uh due to like unforeseen circumstances yeah. and um problems that came up so um me personally i have, I have a lot of um parental figures from like church or mm-hmm. different things that are, that are all very supportive but um I, I know that, that my father in heaven is supportive, and that's the main thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And how is money going, and how can people that are listening contribute? Awesome. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of my favorite questions you've got so far. So, um, <laughs> hey, what's that supposed to mean, so, man? Uh, you didn't like the other questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's I hear amazing. you, man. It's been a huge honor to be able to talk to you. Um, so, so our, we have a website. It's rideforfreedom.co. Yeah. And on there, we have all of our information. We have uh, information about our sister charity, Agape. Um, and, and we have a donate button. It's a big red button. It's really pretty. We're really proud of our website. It's awesome. And, uh, and they can go and they can click that button. It'll take them to a GoFundMe. And that GoFundMe, um, all, the, all the money is directly um, sent to Agape. Me and the guys, we're taking a 0% commission We're we're not making any money. We're actually losing a lot of money trying to work because we're personally funding the ride ourselves. Right. So, um, we're, we're not making any money. We're, we're literally hundred percent nonprofit. Agape is, uh, one of the best, best charities I've ever seen with uh, how they handle money and, and the money being directly, um, used for, for their cause. So I think it's over 90% of the money that is sent in is sent directly to Cambodia in order to help the cause. And, um, and so, they go there, they click um, the donate button on our website, and I'll take them to GoFundMe. And on there, they can donate, write a message, um, encourage. They can share from there, share our website. Um, we have social media. We have an Instagram, Facebook. We use the Instagram a lot more because we're kind of on the younger side. So we're not too Facebook savvy, but yeah. we're very in- Instagram savvy. We post every single day um, on where we are, what we're doing, how it's going, and everything. Um, stories about agape, stories about human trafficking. Um, and we post on every day. It's, it's the same thing. It's just rideforfreedom.co. Awesome, man. Well, all respect, man. When I was 20, I literally spent my free time going to clubs and trying to make out with girls. And so you, uh, and I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, uh, I'll, uh, if, if you don't mind me going a little fatherly on you, I'm proud of y'all. Please take care of yourselves. And it is, it's, it's an honor to talk to you, uh, someone at your age deciding to actually, 
uh, do something about something that you see as as one of the ugly parts of of humanity, and you're doing your part in fighting against that. So, want to applaud you guys, and I uh, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been such an honor. Your show is awesome. It's amazing. Congratulations on hitting episode 400 as well. That was, I saw that. Um, that's so awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. We, I appreciate we really it, man. Appreciate the support. I, I had no idea you were a bad Christian <laughs> listener, so that's pretty cool too.